Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, guys. Uh, I guess I'll just start with just what you need to know. Uh, what you need to know. What you need to know, guys, Brought is coming by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, guys. Uh, Comic-Con. You guys know about Comic-Con. Absolutely. Uh, it's coming back. It came back actually yesterday, and it's running through the weekend in San Diego. It's It's been on hiatus for about a couple years because of COVID, uh, but they're finally bringing it back, and everyone's Yay. coming down. Everyone's dressing up. Uh, you know, the big movie studios and... And Marvel and Disney and, you know, uh, everybody else is making their big announcements of what's coming up, you know. Awesome. What's coming up. Uh, I saw today they're making, Marvel made a bunch of announcements about uh, the X-Men. Yeah. X-Men cartoon, actually. Oh, really? It's coming back. Nice. Yeah, remember that X-Men cartoon back in the 90s? I do remember. They're rebooting it. Nice. Yes. Um, Also, there's a big rumor tomorrow that um, Superman... Henry Cavill will be playing. He's going to be making an announcement that he's going to be playing Superman again. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Good. Yes. Okay. My second favorite Superman of all time. <laughs> Christopher Reeves has to be a first one. Right? Always. Yes. 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 Mine too. Mine too. I was supposed to go to Anime Con. Uh, I was going to be taking my daughter. My That's, daughter right. That's, right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. A couple weeks anime. ago. And unfortunately, I landed in health and safety protocols. Uh. Could not take her. I, to be honest, it was so packed. I wonder if she actually would have liked it. Like it was. I wonder if she would have been overwhelmed by that many people. Like she kept insisting that if I tested negative in time, she'd have been fine with it. Um, but I actually, the clips that I saw of it, I'm like, I think this might actually scare her. Wow, like, Puncho, are you a con guy? I'm not a con guy, but yeah. I don't. I want to pose to going. Would you, you know? dress up? I, would you spend six months on a costume? Uh, I don't think I could spend six months on a costume. I'm just but, checking. Okay. You know, but if they, you know, if my daughter or my son wanted me to dress up with them, or if my friends wanted me to dress up with them, I guess I might have to dress I, up with them. I, I am a geek and a nerd. I just don't have many geek and nerd friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not going <laughs> to yeah, obsess me too. over me too. The, the right helmet to have for Darth Vader. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But I know people that are cosplayers and stuff like that. I mean, I know, um, I know a girl, um, one of my friends, whatever, girls or whatever, that is a cosplayer. She's down there right now doing her cosplay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. God bless her. All right. I know somebody that I used to be in a theater group with way back in the day. I believe she's a cosplayer, but for Ren Fair stuff. Oh, like oh yeah. Renaissance, Renaissance Fair. Fair. It's cool. Those are cool. Yes. <laughs> Those yeah. are cool. Yeah. Have you guys been to the one in, in like Baldwin Park, City of Industry? Urban I Dale think area? that's the one she used to go to right now. Yeah, no. Santa Fe Dam? I'm not sure which one, but I know, like, I would see pictures of her, you know, doing that stuff at, like, the Ren Fair holding, like, a stein of mead, you know, like, love it. More mead, wench. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Absolutely. So now, now, okay, you said you wouldn't obsess DeMarco over, like, the right Darth Vader helmet. Yeah. But would you go in the wrong Darth Vader helmet? Absolutely. Would you dress up? I would dress up, go have fun. But, I mean, you know, you have those people that are, like, picky and meticulous. Oh, that's the wrong colored eyes. He didn't have that in, in A New Hope. You know, he had this and that. Dude, I'm Darth Vader. 
I'm having fun. Leave is, me alone. Now, is that who you'd go as? I wish I had the force so I could choke you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, leave me alone. Yes. Your lack of faith but in I have costume gone. disturbs me. Thank you, but I have gone before. Um, they are fun seeing the actors, talking to those guys. Um, I just don't like it when they try to force all this stuff on you to buy. You know You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Have you ever dressed at it? Uh, no, I've never dressed up for one. No. If you were going to dress as a Star Wars character, who are you going with? Oh, Vader. Vader? Absolutely Vader. Yeah, no doubt. Vader's pr- there's gonna be that's s- the only thing I can get away with. I can't dress up as Luke. <laughs> you know, come yeah, on. I mean, I guess it's Vader or Lando. I've seen a black Han Solo. <laughs> Did it? I'm like, dude, you know, you have no friends, right? <laughs> so you're saying that the world of Star Wars is not post-racial? I'm just saying, it just doesn't. You know, it's weird. Yeah, but anyway, I, I, so every well, black guy gotta be Lando. Of La- course, you could be Lando or John Boyega's <laughs> or, character or Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Mace Windu. That's okay. all you get. Right. Just saying. Or you could be like a Vader. You could be a Boba Fett. Because all those guys. With a helmet. With, right. With Stormtroopers. Right. They are, I guess, racially neutral. Uh, there you go. Absolutely. Speaking. Okay. I want to ask you this. Go ahead. Because this is something that I thought about when I was watching the Obi-Wan I did see series. A, I, saw, I saw a white Black Panther this Halloween. You, okay. Get out of here. And, and the parents gave me a look like, I dare you to say something about it. How old was the kid? Like eight. I'm good with that. Me too. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was cute. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. like a 30 year old man or something. I actually, I actually <laughs> congratulated him. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. My my middle nephew, uh, Brian's middle kid. One year he wanted to go as Black Panther on Halloween, and you know Brian was like, I think it's cute, but he asked me, he's like, Do you think it's alright? I'm like, Hell yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, it's he's fine. A kid, like, I think it's great that he wants to be Black Panther. But the Han Solo was a grown man. There was a problem there. <laughs> <laughs> there was an issue. Right? You know what I mean? Come on. Question. Hold on. For, well, you both have daughters. Yeah. But if you had a son, because a friend of mine went through this for Halloween, his son wanted to be a Disney princess. And he was like, no. And I'm like, dude, why? Like, he loves Disney. He wants to be a princess. He's like, no. He could be a prince. And I'm like, uh, just, your, your kid is six. Like okay, here's actually the biggest ooh. question I would have. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't personally object to it on any level. I'd be like, if if he wants to be a Disney princess, he can be a Disney princess. Mm-hmm. My question would be, the Halloween circle that you're traveling in, mm. are there bullying kids? Uh, because there will be kids who might be looking to bully him over that. Okay, and I don't want I don't want his Halloween ruined because of that. If the kids are all going to be cool with it, mm-hmm. I'm good with it. I don't care. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I didn't think about that. If my daughter wanted to be a male character, would yeah, I have like, a problem like with it? Yeah, like if she would want to be like Iron Man or Captain America or... You know, I would say okay. Exactly. Yeah, but I would say the, okay. when the boy wants to be the Disney princess, most guys are like, absolutely that's not. That's great. Uh, yep. Okay. That's a, that's, that's a tough one. Okay. The question I had for you regarding Star Wars... Let's ask Dave Chappelle. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. No, definitely <laughs> not ask him. The the question I wanted to ask you, because you are a Star Wars geek, yeah. admittedly, this was something I thought about while I was watching the Disney Obi-Wan series with yeah. McGregor. Star the in the Star Wars universe, these stormtroopers are so damn incompetent. Oh yeah. They are awful yeah. at everything they ever do. How did they manage to take over like multiple galaxies? There's with- a lot of them. Is That's it just why sheer numbers. There's just numbers. They can't hit anything when they shoot. Not at all. They mess up every single assignment. Well, they don't hit. They drop easy. They don't hit the right 
people. They don't hit the top characters, but they do like, you know, shoot a bunch of rebels. They do. But not the, the ones without speaking <laughs> <laughs> speaking roles. They get shot all the time. But yeah, like, yeah. I mean, shouldn't they be able to take out the people that matters? I mean, when you've got that many of them, there's there's a part in A New Hope where where Obi Wan Kenobi, played by Alex Sir Alec Guinness, yes, uh, is telling Luke, trying to convince Luke to come with him. He says, and these blast points too precise. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise, and you start giggling because they can't shoot. No, <laughs> right, right, no, it, yeah. They're the most incompetent Absolutely. army in the history of incompetent armies. No doubt. Like, but, but they have a Death Star. I mean, there was a scene. <laughs> they do have a Death Star. They I mean, have they a Death great Star. Architects. They have a Death Star. There yeah. was a scene in Obi-Wan where Obi-Wan by himself basically took down like a dozen stormtroopers. Yeah. Through like hand-to-hand combat and a little bit of lightsaber work. I'm like, How? You know, it's it's funny. Like, what's the point of the armor? One shot and they go down like it's yes, nothing. I, yeah, you don't that, need the armor. Is their armor yeah. foil. Like, <laughs> right. what is that? Right. I know. Like, I know. I know. These black, not to get off on a rant. It, yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. I guess just if you recruit enough people <laughs> and hit these different planets with swarms, they are called stormtroopers. You just throw a thousand through the door. Eventually, they're going to win. I tried know. to gamble with Marshall Falk once. Never gamble with a guy that makes twice as much money as you. Eventually, he's going to have all your money. All he has to do is wait you out. Oh, so you were gambling against him? Yes. Okay, I... I, I learned a lesson that day. Yeah. What, what was the game? He doesn't have to be good. He just has to wait. Right. Eventually, he's going to get it all. What, what were you playing? Uh, Tonk. What is Tonk? It's a card game. How does it work? Uh, well, you, you have cards, and you, there's a hand that wins and a hand that loses. And I lost a lot. Well, I won, and then I lost. How does the betting work in that? You just keep throwing money out. But, like, are, are you pre-betting? I have before? no idea. This was, like, 1998. <laughs> right. Okay, was he taking advantage of you because you didn't know how to play the game in addition no, to he was, having a bigger stack? It, eventually, like, it, when you gamble, right, eventually, no matter what, it's going to come back. Water seeps to its own level. Right. So if I have twice as much money as you, eventually I'm going to win. Yeah. I mean, that's... That is eventually how the casino always wins because they Boom. have so much money. Yeah, they can keep you know reloading whatever you take off them. If you stay there long enough, eventually the odds always swing back towards the casino. I learned a valuable lesson that day gambling with Marshall. There is nothing, by the way, more fun because I've done this in poker in Vegas a few times. Like I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to win the World Series anytime soon. Yeah, but I can play. I'm, I'm good. You can play poker. Yeah. Okay. I can play. All right. I'm good. I you know for a guy for a you know just an everyday non professional I think I'm good. Will you watch it on TV? Oh yeah. Will I'm you guys right. watch poker on TV? Hell no. No, that's a no. I love watching poker on TV. You do? I do. Love yeah. It. Do you play? I play. I play Adjacent. like on an app or whatever, but I don't like playing See? in person. It's interesting to watch on TV, but yeah. I, I don't think it's like primetime stuff for me. So I was in Vegas one time, and I was playing. I was with some friends, and we were all scattered because we don't all play the same game. And yeah. None of them other than me play poker. And I'm at a hold'em table, and there's this guy at the table who's he's one of these loudmouth guys who's always telling everybody how they're playing wrong, and he's uh, the guy that's always reloading his own chips. Yeah, yeah. But I ended up in a game with him where he got a little bit – I don't want to get in the weeds of the hand, but – he got early, he got lucky with the flop. I got lucky with the river. But he That's the I best think, feeling. Right. 
He should have recognized it's like an that episode he was of Rounders. It. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he should have been trying to push me out of the hand. Instead, mm-hmm. he was trying to keep me in. He's trying to bait you in, huh? Right. And look, I had pocket aces in this hand. He wasn't going to get rid of me, but he should have realized his own hand was vulnerable. I caught a river ace, Oof. and I beat him. And it was after an all-in, and he was so mad. Like just furious, but like, like flipped over the table or something. Like, like close to it, he was yelling at me. Like, I can't been believe there. You, I can't believe you stayed in. Like, why are you staying in this hand? I right? Said, you were betting to keep me in. You wanted me to stay in, right? He's like, Yeah, I did. I'm like, Well, then why are you asking why I stayed in? You never bet to get me out. And he was so mad. Wow. And then like a friend of mine comes over, and he sees like I've got this huge stack at this point. Like I, I won like a couple grand in this game. Wow. And he's like, What? What's all, all these chips? How'd that happen? And I explained to him. Soft enough that I didn't sound like an obvious jerk, but loud enough that I knew the guy could hear it about how this guy misplayed his hand. And it put him on tilt the rest of the time. Like he kept just losing chips, losing chips, losing chips, reloading, reloading, reloading. It is the best feeling. This is why I don't gamble right here. I have no idea what you just said. Any of that. What's yeah. None of that. Okay. I don't want to know. Picture what Marshall Falk did to you. Right. That's what I'm explaining. Okay, I got you. Okay. It is it is the greatest feeling in the world to watch somebody who thinks they understand everything about a game and they know nothing about it. Oh, that happens to me all the time with football. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's it's the best. Wow. Okay. I would love to know I think I'd be a good poker player if I really knew how to play, yeah. but I don't know how to play. You know what? I'm with you. Yeah. You, you actually do need to understand how to play cuz like I remember when I first started playing I would bet everything. I would chase cards. Like, I just wanted to be in every hand. And then I came to realize, like, if you actually want to win playing this, like, you got to understand the game. You got to be disciplined. You got to know what your style is. And you have to play your style. Like, if you actually want to yeah, yeah. play against people who know what they're doing and have any success at all. I know a lot of people that play, and I never knew it. I've known these people for 10 years, and I didn't know they play poker. And when you bring it up, they get really serious about it. Oh, my, you know, it's funny. when The last time I was in Mexico with my family, um, my do- this is at around the time when my daughter was starting to learn addition. Yeah. And we played blackjack as a way of teaching her addition. Nice. And she got super into blackjack. Ah. It's like the proudest moment of my life. As a wow. I wow. Like, I am doing a good job. Nice. That's the extent of my gambling is blackjack, by the way. All right. Coming up, things yeah. that aren't going well. Russell Westbrook, Aye. the Lakers, you asked the question, can this actually work with winning? No, not really. No? <laughs> Come on. There's, there's got to be a way. All right, we'll see. Everything's we, on the table. We Everything is on everything's the table Everything's right on now. the table. I need to know this. All right, we'll talk about that coming up next. Andy Kimonetsky, DeMarco Farr, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey. Happy 61st birthday. 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 I'll see you last night. Saw you standing there. Have you heard this back in the day? Coming out of my car? I wasn't born. Don't knock. Keith Sweat yeah. is a really good name for the music that he created. Perfect. Like... You know how sometimes people look like their name? Yeah, yeah. Like, Keith Sweat's music sounds like it was created by a guy named Keith, Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the day he explained it, like, my mother's name is Sweat, my dad's and, name is Sweat. Sweat and he must have name. made a deal with the devil because he still looks the same like he did back in 1987. Does he really? Seriously. God, he Seriously. and Brian McKnight, they don't age. They're Dude. vampires. Yeah. yeah. Brian McKnight, though, in concert. I saw Ooh. him. He came on the Best Damn Sports Show, and he was sitting on the couch, and I wanted to punch him. Because he looks that good? Like, there's no flaw. And you can sing. <laughs> sing. Yes. I hate you. You will yes. never meet my wife. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> you know, my, my wife has a very open thing for Chris Evans. You know, Captain America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's aight. <laughs> he's aight? He's aight? You just think he's aight? He's aight. Well, is that, be, is that sincere aight or just my boyfriend might be listening? No, he's no, aight. he's aight. Okay. Yeah. Well, Michael B. Jordan. Now, who, baby? See? Hey. Mm. Now, Some people like vanilla. My, <laughs> Some people like chocolate. My, wa- my wife has a massive You're not going to say no. <laughs> my wife has a massive thing for him. Yeah. And I've told her, like, forget, like, the whole hall pass thing. I'm like, it would be financially irresponsible of me. Assuming he's a good guy, assuming he would be good around my daughter. Will you stop? Stop it. it. Don't go no, there. Don't no. go there. <laughs> with me no. To stand in the way of this. No. No. It's Come on. true. It's just, like as long as he's willing to essentially pay me alimony <laughs> for my lifestyle. Because, you know, my wife and I, she works. I yeah. work. Yeah. Her, her salary well, helps You better fight my for lifestyle. your love, man. For real. What yeah. is this? Come on now. Don't. I'm being practical about okay, this. Okay, like, it's funny. Okay, not funny, haha, but kind of funny. Because I joke with my boyfriend, and I'm like, babe, like, what if I find someone who's, like, uber wealthy? And, like, you know, and he's like, what are you trying to say here? Like, are wow. you trying to have an you over... Say, you say and peace. I was like, no. <laughs> but, you say peace. No, 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 but it was, like, a joke, right? Because, like, my parents... Look, my parents have been married for, like, over 40 years. And my dad jokes sometimes with my mom. It's just like, go find yourself an old guy that's about a croak with money. No. Then come back to me. I'm like, Dad, what the wow. hell? But it's all in fun because they've been married for 40-something years. Like, that's, like, their weird jokes. So I try to do that weird joke with my boyfriend, yeah. but we've only been dating for a little bit. He's like, what Not the happening. hell? No, well, you haven't been together years. long enough. Yeah, 40 years. Very different. I'm sure you and your wife have been together for a minute. What you just described is a indecent proposal reboot. It is? Yeah. <laughs> See? But, Except he's encouraging it. Go but, ahead. Go. Well, but this isn't even a... Well, no, let's be honest. It's totally about money. Yeah, it's about money. But but it's really about my daughter. Okay. It's not about me trying to pawn my wife off on somebody else. This is really me thinking about this practically, thinking about, like, the idea of my daughter having access financially 
to anything she wants, being in a situation where you know, she and I are doing fine right now, but like yeah, we're yeah. not never have to worry about money again. She's with Chris Evans. Nah, you're gonna have to scrap. Yeah, never have to worry about money again. Sorry, Brian. We're gonna have to go. If he yep. if he is what, well, but you we're gonna have to go, Demarco. Yeah, yeah. Without putting your business out in the streets. Yeah, you are in a different financial. We're still gonna go. Tier yes. If, if if Drake showed up, I get yeah, it. Ain't Drake that cute? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a guy. I'm just I'm just saying, Mister Steal Your Girl. We're, we're still gonna go. I mean, if you win, you win. But I'm 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 not gonna like encourage it. You're gonna put up a fight. Oh, yeah, we're going to go. I may lose, you know? Well, no, but here's the other thing. You yeah. can put up that fight. You're going to win. You're absolutely I'm going to win. I'm just saying, I may lose. She she may choose and walk oh, off. Oh, I thought you meant the but, fight against Brian McKnight. But you're going yeah, to You're going to walk off missing an eye or something, yeah. I just feel like at the end of the day, I'd still be in my daughter's life. I would still be a great father to her. However, her own lifestyle could improve in ways that could be really beneficial to her. yeah. It's selfish that's a saccharine of me. daddy. That's not sugar daddy. That's saccharine daddy. Right. It's, yeah. it's selfish of me to stand in the way of this wow. as a father. I, I, I can't concur. <laughs> I, I cannot concur with you here. <laughs> Laura, you look you like do. there's something you want to read. My boyfriend texting is like, Michael B. Jordan, babe. I see. <laughs> I see. You what? Because I, I said Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And he said what? He said, I see, baby. Ah, yeah. I need to stop being so open yeah, on air. Okay. That's, <laughs> it's going to okay. get me in trouble, y'all. No, these are the things that eventually, after a while, when you've been in a relationship long enough, you can just be honest. Nah. Yeah, yeah. right. I do not concur. Like, you stop. You just got married. Stop Megan it. No, but I've been like that for 12 years. There are no Megan hall Good. Megan Good for y'all. She's what? hot. But, eh, she's what? Like, she's, she's hot, I but I mean, she's not on my like top not, ten. I'm not even like I don't roll that way, but she's hot. But what I'm talking about isn't even a hall pass. Like this is a he's trying to get her married <laughs> off. No, he's trying to get paid. That's what he's trying to do. Andrew's trying to get paid. Let's be real. That is what he's trying to do. I, supp- I suppose you could get cynical about my intentions when I mention the alimony that goes. Yes. To See, me. he's trying to get right. paid. He's trying to pimp his wow. wife right now. That's really what's going on. Well, this you are. Sorry, poker player. Look at you. <laughs> this would sound way worse if I didn't have a child. If I didn't have a child, this would be absolutely. No, it's it's still bad. Either way, it's bad. Either way. All right. Eight seven 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 ten. Yes. All right. So Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Is- what is the way? You tell me. You ran the Lakers. You are Rob Polinka. You are part of the Bus family. You are stuck with Westbrook. You are. He's immovable. We're gonna have to play him and play to win. How? You tell me how this works. What would you do? Well, to begin, Darvin Ham has to develop, and so far he is really looking to do this, whether it works or not, a real relationship of respect between him and Russell Westbrook, I think professionally and as men, cliched as that may sound. He is really going out of his way to prop up Russell Westbrook, like to say the people out there that are leaving him buried and dead, you don't know what this guy is as a player like he's done way too much for him to be dismissed like this and russell westbrook is a former mvp and a first ballot hall of famer for a reason and we are going to see that next season but dismissed meaning like the westbrook the jokes all that stuff all what are we talking about all of it okay the way he's being dismissed as a player the way he's being dismissed as a teammate the way he's being dismissed as a winning basketball player all of it okay but he is also holding Russell Westbrook accountable before the games have even begun. 
the things that he needs from him. He needs him to be an attentive, invested defender. He needs him to be a guy that will screen. He needs him to be a guy that will sometimes play off ball. He needs to be a guy that will play a role. Why would I have Westbrook off ball? Because to do what? To pass? To cut. Okay, to cut. Okay, fair. Fair. If Russell Westbrook is willing to cut aggressively off ball, that guy going to the basket at minimum will draw fouls. If LeBron's setting him up, LeBron will find him. Yeah. You know, if AD could possibly even find him. But, like, there are ways that I think it could work well enough if Westbrook is willing, if the other pieces around them play well and guys stay healthy on the court. Well enough. Finish that. Well enough for what? To be credible or to win a championship? Because we're talking about winning a championship. Somewhere in between. I thought I think, it was all about championships. Well, but they that may not be in the cards right be, now. This ro- this roster is not good enough to win a championship. W- but this roster also has issues even if you remove Russell Westbrook. They've AD, got, or healthy AD, healthy LeBron AD. James, sure, and a, a more amenable Westbrook is not championship caliber. That's not a big three. It's not a given. I think it's. I think it is a big two point five. Who's the point five? Russ. But if you get him to buy in on defense and do everything you just asked him to do, I, don't you go up to a full person? No, because a full I think, star. No, because I think at this point Russell Westbrook is going to be more of he's going to be more of a I think a high end role player if that's possible for us because a lot of things you look for in a role player specifically shooting and defense. Then Darvin Ham is wrong. Then everything everyone's saying about him is right. Then well, I thought it was just a misfit. I don't think he's as bad as people say. He is. I just think it doesn't fit here. So if you get him to buy in and do the things you need to do to be on the floor with LeBron and AD, and it's not considered a big three, then everything that people say about him is right. Right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Here's the thing. The people saying that Russell Westbrook is no longer a superstar, I think they're right. The people saying that Russell Westbrook is washed they're wrong. Russell Westbrook, even with all the issues that he had last season. With he's not fit, washed up. He's not washed. He's not past his prime. And in particular, he's not wa- This is one of the real problems the Lakers have. Ta- in terms of the talent scale on this team, he's still in the upper half of this team. He's still a fantastic player. What was the first one? He's not washed. What was the other one? He's not a superstar. He's not. A, uh, yeah, come he's on. Not. I, I, really? No. He is. His athleticism is at a point right now. And that athleticism was what really more than... Is James Harden still an all-star or a, a superstar? He is more of a superstar than Russ because he can shoot more. Like, J- James Harden is scarier in more places around the Because he can shoot. As a scorer. Okay, like yeah. He, James Harden is perhaps diminishing because of injuries and conditioning issues of his own. And he's obviously not somebody you're going to look for defensively. Yeah, but Harden is playing at a higher level right now than Russ. I, I agree. I, I I do. I am amazed by some guys that don't evolve. I think Westbrook is one of the guys that did not evolve his game. Not an inch. Yeah, he his idea of of evolution is just go faster. Well, you know what's funny about that? During his exit interview, and you know his his exit interview was a scorched earth affair. Yeah, like he went off on Frank Vogel. He took shots at LeBron. I he can took only shots imagine. At AD. He like, took shot, shots. What did he say about LeBron? He was asked about 
the idea of LeBron and AD letting Russ be Russ. You know, yeah. What Russ do you say? I missed this. I said it didn't happen. It didn't happen. I said it didn't happen. Well, that's not a shot at LeBron. Uh, no, it was. Yeah. Sh- it was a shot at LeBron and AD because he was asked specifically the context of LeBron and Russ allowing Russ to be Russ. To LeBron be Russ. And AD allowing Russ to be Russ. And he said it didn't happen. He said it didn't happen. He's like, y'all know it didn't happen. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But what was funny about this was God, LeBron did did he not do his homework on this? <laughs> I, I'm just asking. I mean, you didn't know this was coming. It was a great. Okay, you know how LeBron, Russ, and AD had that dinner at yeah. LeBron's house in the off season before the trade happened. Yeah, you know, supposedly talked about they had too much wine. <laughs> exactly. Really. On oh, the, on the Locked On Lakers YouTube yeah. channel, which, by the way, everybody should, should be subscribing. Locked On Lakers. Yeah, beer goggles. People, one of the commenters pointed out, never make these type of decisions after tons and tons of wine. Wow. And probably okay. Lobos tequila. He was in I love you man mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can make this work. Yeah, you forgot how difficult this is going to be. Okay, coming up, though, with the Russ discussion, I want to I bring up something that I asked him about during his exit interview. Because something you said, DeMarco, reminded me of this and where the Lakers are right now with Russell Westbrook at this stage of his career. So we're going to talk about that next. Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr, 710 ESPN. Oh, we got Radio Tinder coming up as well. So we will do one or the other. 710 ESPN. (laughs) This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you, Chris. That's, oh, God. That was a little inside joke there. I thought that was Laura. <laughs> oh, hell no. I thought that was Laura. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, 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 Don't no, ever no, do no. that again, Funcho. Trying to do uh, <laughs> my best Ohioan uh, accent there. Got it. But, um, all right, guys. A California man has sued Mars, uh, the company that makes the rainbow-colored Skittles candy, claiming that the use of titanium dioxide in the candy makes it unfit for human consumption. So the use of the additive, which is employed as a coloring agent in foods, isn't illegal in the United States. The FDA permits it. It, it could, you could the FDA permits it in its food, but it restricts it to one percent of the food's weight, basically. So, okay. Mars contends it is does nothing wrong with the Skittles brand or whatever. Um, they're saying that you know we did nothing wrong. We, it's safe for you to eat or whatever. But uh, the question is, so I will not eat Skittles anymore. Swipe left or swipe right, DeMarco. Oh, swipe left. Marshawn Lynch says they're fine. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I'm going to have them. Absolutely. Do not stand in between me and my Skittles. Uh-oh. Are you crazy? 
Andy, swipe, swipe left. I mean, at this point, in for a penny, in for a pound. Thank you. I've had, I've had I, this many. Whatever damage is probably already done. We're, know, we're there. Yeah. I know. How many times have they said, don't eat something, but we still eat it? You know, Hot, hot dogs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hot Cheetos. Exactly. Hot Cheetos. Yes. Absolutely. I, I can't imagine at this point. I, I mean, if you, how many of these do you have to eat before it becomes life-threatening? Let's find out. <laughs> Please don't. I mean, like I'm a in. billion, you know, probably in one sitting, you know. Watch, Mar- watch Marshawn Lynch is going to end up in the hospital. Oh yeah, next week. we're all going to uh, feel like jerks. On a flight to uh, where were we going from? L.A. No, St. Louis to Seattle. I ate one of those big bags of Skittles, the the big family pack oh, bag yeah. of Skittles, in like a three and a half four hour flight. Is that bad? Th- that's bad, but that- it's got nothing to do with the lawsuit. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel after that? Uh, good. Great. <laughs> I was on such a sugar rush, I couldn't feel my entire body. Really, really talkative. <laughs> Maybe you want to go to uh, with Chris Evans? No. Yeah. Ah, see? There you go. <laughs> By the way, shout out to um, Patrick Abandi. Patrick Abandi. Shout out to him. He went to, I'm with the high school with him. Oh, you know no Patrick. Yeah, I know Patrick. I know Patrick. How do you okay. say his name? A beanie, I believe. A beanie. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, shout out to Patrick. He just sent out a gif of uh, Sweet Daddy Williams, the pimp from Good Times. Oh, yeah. (laughs) At Cam Brothers after Chris Evans sends the first check. Wow. That is Shout out to Patrick, man. That guy was scary. Uh, Sweet Daddy? Yeah, he was coming after Keith. JJ? Yeah. You in trouble? Uh, Thelma's boyfriend, the running back. Yeah, yeah. That was bad. Yeah. I am kind of a good times savant. Are you really? Yes. Oh, no I way. Know, I know a terrifying amount about good times. I love that show. Okay. Damn, you, damn, damn. Damn, damn, <laughs> damn. Do you guys remember there was an episode of good times that I don't think is in repeats anymore? Yeah. J- Before J- or after James died? No, this, I don't remember. Okay. All right. But JJ and Thelma are having this argument. Where J.J. is saying there's no such thing as great female role models that are as great as a male role model. Oh, wow. And with every example that Thelma throws out, like Florence Nightingale, uh, Rosa Parks, Joan of Arc, J.J. counters with O.J. Simpson. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. wow. Some things Rosa do not age Parks, well. O.J. Simpson. I'm sure you can find that clip on YouTube Florence or something. Florence Nightingale, O.J. Simpson. There's another one. I never thought we'd be here with O.J. Mm, yeah. Never. We <laughs> never. have two that we won't say, but are pretty good. That's one we can say. Yeah. The That's other one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember before all this stuff happened with O.J., and, and really what we learned was there was a lot terrible going on with O.J. before... Before anybody other than really the cops and the mm-hmm. people close around OJ knew, I used to see that guy out more yeah. than probably any other celebrity in LA. I used to see him everywhere. No doubt. Wow. I wow. Mean, he was all over LA, incredibly popular. No way. Yeah. 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 That's never thought we'd be here. True. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, next one Henry Winkler, better known as the Fonz from Happy Days, said hey. he had an embarrassing just- encounter with Mick Jagger. Now, while speaking on last week's Jimmy Kimmel Live, the actor opened up about being completely starstruck when he met the rock star. I was in a restaurant, and I walked up to Mick Jagger, and I said, Hello, I'm Henry Winkler, and I have all your albums, Winkler said. Then Jagger barely even turned his head to look at Henry, and just simply saying Henry, and going about his business, <laughs> like Mick, Mick Jagger would do. And now Winkler said, I slunk out of the restaurant. As I left, he recalled showering the front man 
with compliments saying, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to disturb you. Enjoy the sushi. It was such a pleasure. I love your outfit. Now, so you have an embarrassing incident with with a celebrity. Swipe left or swipe right, Andy. Uh, that is, yes is right. Yes. Yes, yes. yes is, yeah, swipe right. Uh, years ago, Brian and I were doing a magazine assignment involving Carmelo Anthony and Gene Simmons. Oh, they, they had Gene Simmons, yes, I guess. What a combo. Yes, yeah, they had teamed up. This is really early in Melo's career. They had teamed up to buy a car in the, uh, I think it's called the Indy Racing League. It's like, you know, it's yeah. not NASCAR. It's, the, it's one of the other ones. Like Indy. Yeah, yeah. Indy. And I was doing a story about that. And we went to Gene Simmons' like true mansion. Like wow. this thing is a straight up mansion. His office had every single bit of kiss gear ever made and yeah. and that's a lot because those guys merchandised everything there were kiss coffins yeah i heard were, about that yeah there were kiss condoms like they had everything every kiss thing yeah so we are waiting for M- mellow was running late so we're waiting for mellow and gene simmons's wife comes out his wife is shannon tweed yeah for people unfamiliar with shannon skinamax tweed, she was a skinamax queen of skinamax yes and all of a sudden in my head i'm like I've seen you naked like a million times. Like it was just weird. Drooling. I, I, I. It wasn't even so much drooling as it just was like I became overly self-conscious. Like I felt all of a sudden like I was a voyeur in this place. Mm. I introduced myself as Brian. Oh, Oh. you did not. I was so. I was (laughs) On purpose? No, on accident. Oh, on accident. (laughs) I was so flustered and so out of sorts. I introduced myself as Brian. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. I'm Brian. I'm Andy. I'm Andy. Wow. Yes. It was so just weird. Like, again, this Skinamax queen is like walking in. Hey, does anybody need drinks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I offer you a a soft drink? Absolutely. It's just too bizarre. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. DeMarco, what did Gene say? uh, Go ahead. He just sort of smiled, I think. I bet he's been through this a few times. Oh, no doubt. Uh, I got a crazy one. Okay, at Fox, right? We were doing this TV show. Uh, Michael Irvin, Tony Saragusa, God rest his soul. Yes, um, it was a show that had dancers. So it's a, it's called it was called the NFL show, and they had dancers. And so we got kind of familiar with the dancers, the, the female dancers. So they took me out to a club. Now these are the girls that dance on like the Grammys or dance for you know artists when they come to town and whatnot. So she took me to this club, and lo and behold, right in the middle of this VIP like section was Janet Jackson. Right. And Janet is Janet back to the good time days. Love Janet. I have been waiting forever to shoot my shot at Janet. (laughs) Do you know what came out of my mouth? I I, I play football. (laughs) That's, that's, That's all I got. That's all I had. And I like slinked away and just left. Right. She said, that's nice. Right. That's I all I had. That was my football. moment. I I, I, I played for one shot at Janet Jackson. You're one shot. Did your voice oh cry? I didn't know what to say. I died. I, I play football. <laughs> Smile. She was so pretty. She was glowing. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. Completely caught me off guard. So I know what you mean. I remember one time there there have been actually I mean, this is a city where you see a lot of celebrities. Yeah. You see a lot of really attractive ones. There's been a few times. Like, I remember seeing Charlize Theron at a Laker Ooh, game. Oh, she's been, gorgeous. She is just as good looking in person. Mm-hmm. J-Lo is another one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw J-Lo this past year. Ooh. Beyonce. 
is oh, another one. Oh my god, she's stunning. Alicia Keys too. Alicia yeah, Keys. Yeah. I'll tell you one time I I saw Antonio Banderas at, oh. at a Laker game. I was like, I'd run off with you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, he is so Hayek. He was. I mean, you're just looking at me like. That's a gorgeous man. Like, I'm Dude. secure enough in my masculinity to say that is a gorgeous yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you seen Love and Thunder yet? Not yet, no. Don't take your wife to see it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Did you listen to my whole thing I'm about just saying. I'm the just, Marvel This people? is different. That's if you met Chris Evans. This will be somebody oogling at the screen. She's just saying. She's yeah. a big Marvel fan. We're okay. well down this road already. Laura, any stories? So I don't have... I Okay. I feel like if I would have met like Michael Jackson or Prince, I think I would be in that category. I don't know what to say. Those are probably the only two people. But I don't have an embarrassing. I've shared this on air that Usher dissed me when I met him. So I'm like. Usher dissed you? Yeah. How? So really, really quick. I used to. Don't be dissing Usher now. That's my dude. I don't care. He's an ass. So I I was uh guess we'll I never book a, him anymore. You know? I was at a radio station when I was like twenty one. I was super excited. Actually, um oh my god, Trey Songs was there that day yeah. too. Super sweet guy. Usher comes in, does his deal with the station, and you know, people are taking pictures and I, I was never that person to be like, Oh, I want to take a picture. Somebody's like, dude, go get a picture with Usher, it'll be cool, whatever. You love his music and stuff. So I go and he like had glasses on. He puts his glasses down a little bit, looks me up and down, puts them back on, and walks straight away. Doesn't say anything. Wow. And then his security guard taps me on the shoulder and goes, it's okay, sweetie. It's okay. Maybe next time. Wow. And I was like, F you, Maybe dude. next time. You got to let that burn. But on boom. No. Wow. And I'm not the he only one. He was in one. character. No. Yeah. Hell no. Because Lindsay <laughs> talked about how he was an ass. Yeah. And Beto talks about how he knows people that he was an ass. You will not sway me. I love Usher. I Come on now. You will ass. not sway me. I'm ass. sorry. Ass. I'll take a picture with you. How about that? We've taken pictures before. <laughs> I'll, I'll take fine. a picture yeah, with you. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Coming up, we are going to address that question about Russell Westbrook, uh, now that I know the segment order. I've already uh, lost hope. <laughs> There's no way. Okay. We're going to get into that. The And specifically... You said something when we were talking about this in terms of where Russell Westbrook is in his career and the issues that can come with that that I want to I talk more deeply about. Okay. So we're going to get into that. Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr, 710 ESPN. Happy birthday, 81st, to the great, and I do mean great, George Clinton. No doubt. Best- Another guy that has survived. We yeah. never thought. Right. Best concert I have ever seen, 1992, the Palladium, P-Funk All-Stars. They played for like four or five hours without a break. No way. They were un... I've seen them like four or five times. Yeah. DeMarco, they were un... They had some good stuff. (laughs) This is great. This is great, too, before we get to the Russ thing. Yeah. When I saw the P-Funk All-Stars, this was before... This is like right around when, you know, the Chronic... Started reintroducing yeah, his yeah. music, but it was before like George Clinton sort of reinvigorated himself back into like sort of the mainstream again. Yeah, like you know he's a comeback, he, right? He had yeah. like a surge. Yeah, me and my college friends, we were the only white people at this concert. No way. Like okay. we were the like some guy when we were in line actually said to us, he's like, "Boys here to scalp tickets." We're like, no, yeah. sir, we're, we're, we're here P-Funk to see some for everybody. Yeah, yeah. P-Funk is for everybody. They were on. I thought George real. had some white guys in the band. Uh, well, I, I wasn't counting them. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, did well, did anybody always... else have this experience? When I was in college, 
at frat parties, especially the black frats, whenever they played this song, the party got ruined. Why? Because the cues went nuts. Didn't anybody else have this? No? Every single party I went to in Seattle, as soon as they played Atomic Dog, party was over. Within five minutes. That and the DOC. The cues just took it too far? Oh, my God. They'd tear up everything in, in, in sight. That was their thing. <laughs> Every single party. You? Was, no, no, no. Okay, it was just me then. It's so great. Um, some friends of mine, I, I had a birthday a few months ago. They got me a cameo from Ozzy Smith. Yeah. You know, the, the, the great Cardinal shortstop. You no know, doubt. From St. Louis. I grew up watching Ozzy play. My acting mate. What do you mean? We're in a Nelly video together, me and Ozzy. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Air great. Force Ones, me and Ozzy Smith are in a video. Yeah. But in this cameo, because my friends know I'm such a big George Clinton fan, they had Ozzy sing, "Make my punk, the, make my, my funk, funk the, the P funk. funk. I want to funk, funk, no. They, yes, sir. Ozzy Smith. Which I, I did that. not expect at all. No way. That was fantastic. The Wizard, my man. Oh yeah. All right, tell me, please. Okay, what well, did I say? Okay, before we get that to that, entry, before what? we get to that, I actually want to hear from Big Rob in oh. Hollywood. He's been waiting for a while. Want to pay off him waiting? You're on with us, man. What's up? How big are you, Rob? Still there, Big Rob? How big are oh, you, baby? Woo woo. How big are you, Rob? I'm um five eight dog. Hey, but I hit like I'm six nine though. Okay. All right. You hey, I just wanna hey, I'm the guy who called y'all last season and y'all said I wasn't a fan because I told y'all the Lakers wasn't gonna make the playoffs. And y'all said I'm not a fan. And now I'm calling first of all I wanna say I feel so sorry for Westbrook. He's getting all the blame. He's the new kid in the school, getting the blame where he shouldn't be getting the blame. And the next thing is the Lakers' whole front office should fire themselves and never talk to LeBron James again about who they're bringing in. That, I think that part's good. Is, the, there's nothing wrong with this team, man. The thing is, it's built wrong. They need shooters. And let me tell you this. I am so upset. This offseason, free agency, Joe Ingles was available, and they did not sign him. They signed some other guy. I don't even, I don't even know his name. He is coming I'm up. Like, and then another thing, LeBron James, is, LeBron James is always calling guys in from retirement. He called in um, um, J.R. Smith. He called um, James Jones off of retirement one year. Why in the world hasn't he picked up the phone and called J.J. Reddick one time and said, man, just give me one season? Did you one say J.J. Reddick? J.J. Reddick. We need shooters, man. Well, I mean, Jump shots don't go anywhere. Right now, Big Rob, with uh, I appreciate the call, yeah. man. With, with right. uh, the life that JJ Reddick's got going right now, oh, he's fine. He's just you ain't getting that guy out nah. of retirement. Nah. He is absolutely fine. It's fun to see him spar with Stephen A. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> no, I mean, he's, it's fun. He's got his thing going with yeah. Stephen A. and, yeah, 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 and yeah, Mad yeah. Dog. Yeah, and his own pod. His podcast gets huge traffic. Can you? You can win a championship without shooters, can't you? It is really difficult. I, I was trying to think. Rec, you would know better than me. I, the last team, the the worst shooting NBA champion is, was, who? I mean, you might have to go, honestly, off the top Were the Spurs my, that good from the outside? Some of those teams were, yeah. Because Tony Parker couldn't shoot. He could shoot some. They, You know, Manu was a good shooter. Yeah. They, they, they I don't remember. They had, I think. Bruce Bowen. Had, they may have had Brent Matt Barry. Bonner. Yeah, Bonner. I mean, they, they yeah. had shooters they on had those shooters. teams. Anybody, the worst shooting NBA champion. Honestly, off this Oof. is purely off the top of my head. It might be the 2010 Lakers. I was going to say the, the, the 04 Pistons. The, the, 04 Pistons. Yeah. But but that was when you go back to a completely different game. Different era. Okay. Totally different game.
Okay. Thing I wanted to ask you, though, yeah. Marco, you talked about guys who are superstars who are at a place in their career where they need to transition beyond being to, superstars. To evolve. Right, to yeah. evolve. And I actually asked Russell Westbrook, not specifically about evolving as a non-superstar, because I, he that's just too political, for lack of a better way of putting it, a question. like that You're going to rub him the wrong way with that from the beginning. But I did ask him during his exit interview, again, this exit interview that he went scorched earth on, I asked him if he embraced the change, the adjustments that Frank Vogel asked of him, as opposed to looking to just do them. That's a good entry. Well, but that's, yeah. but you know, there's a difference. There's a that's difference. a great entry to that question, right? There's a difference between just doing it versus embracing it. And Russ understood exactly why I was asking. What did he give you? He not only insisted that he embraced those adjustments asked of him, but that he's always been the guy that's had to adjust the most with every team that he's been on. Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going through my mental Rolodex of every team he's been on. It's the same guy we just saw in a Laker uniform. So where's the adjustment? Russell Westbrook is. I mean, he's an all-time great. He is an incredibly talented player. Yeah. He is one of the... Derrick Rose, who stayed healthy. He is one of the least flexible players I've ever seen in any sport. Least flexible? What do you mean? Like like least flexible in terms of what he will do. Oh, what like, he will do. Right. In terms of being flexible with okay, his role. Taking it one step beyond, and you would know better than me. It's not what he will do. It's what can he do. That's another question. Because there are things that you look for when guys start transitioning into role players. It's often defense. It's often shooting. Westbrook can be more attentive as a defender. But he's got a lot of bad habits over the years. He's not going to just become a shooter, no matter how much he puts his mind to it. I mean, I I am willing to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's worked on it over the years. He's just not good at it. So there are certain, At defense. At defense or shooting. He's at, not a shooter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Those are often the things that superstars do when they start transitioning to a different stage of their career. And those are things that he's not good at. So you've got a question with Westbrook of both willingness and capability. Has anybody ever asked LeBron, what were you thinking? Like, point blank. Like, tell me what you saw. Well, well he's, he is going to say that this wasn't just his decision alone, which it wasn't. There are other people involved. Okay, we know what that is. He's, we can't say it on the radio. So has anybody ever asked him, LeBron, what were you thinking? No. Nobody's no one's asked him that question. No, because because I think it's kind of a non-starter, and he's he's not going to bury a current teammate. Funch, can you call LeBron for us? Yeah, get LeBron on the phone. Call Come LeBron James, right and we'll, we'll ask him right now. What call, were you thinking? Call Blaze Pizza. He's probably at Blaze Pizza. <laughs> I really want to know. Like, what Which were you one? thinking? What are we missing here? Blaze is good, by the way. It really is. Blaze is very good. Did you ever play, though, with guys that had to make that transition? From- sure. A lot of guys. Uh, uh, there was a guy named Robert Holcomb. Uh, we drafted him out of Illinois. Uh, he was a running back. He was a tailback. He was a guy, a primary ball carrier. Um, he was okay. I think he could have been a solid starter. Then we got Marshall. So I'm gonna go out and let me say Marshall Falk was better. He and Robert transitioned to fullback because that's where he got in. That's where he could play. I thought that was great. How did he take it though? He he was fine. He bit his tongue, subjected his ego a little bit. And became a fullback, the best fullback we had for Marshall. 
So at, at some point, you're going to have to evolve or change your game to make it fit if you want to win. Really, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be in Westbrook's corner, but it's either you're resistant to evolving and changing for the betterment of the team, or you just have no idea how to. Well, I, I mean, one I, I can forgive, the other one I can't. I think, to be fair to Russ, I think it is difficult to picture yourself doing anything different when the way you've done it for so long has amounted to so much success. And you've had success in spite of some of those flaws. Like Russell Westbrook was an MVP when he still was not a good defender. He still was not a good shooter. He still did not do certain things that the team now really needs him to do. Things that he'd been criticized in the past for not doing. Yeah. Do you think he's lost a step? Is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. You think he's lost a step? Oh. Athletically, yes. I still see the same thousand miles an hour guy. Well... He is playing with a, springs. He's playing a thousand miles an hour, but I think the rev up is a little bit different. The explosiveness once he hits a thousand is different. Like his percentages around the rim have dropped. He does not finish the way that he used to. He like there was a report. I, I don't remember if it was the Times or ESPN or the Athletic. If you're inside that restricted line and he's coming at you, he's cramming. Yeah, that is still there. No, it's not. No, it what? is not. Come on. No, it is not. I mean. Funches, you watch the season all year. It's not Westbrook on a breakaway with one guy that's well, in the restricted break, line. That's break. what I mean. If he's flying, well, that's fine though. But he's that, cramming, but yeah. that's a really specific situation where most guys can cram it. I'm talking about being able to finish in traffic. Okay, fair enough. Like yeah. most guys, if you give them a breakaway, they can finish that against one guy. He's you had know? some ugly stuff this year. Right. Yeah, but he yeah. lost a step. He, you he, think he, he's lost? He a lost step. a step. Okay, I mean, all right. Look, Russell Westbrook having lost a step is still more athletic than a lot of other guys. But the problem is those other guys may not have had their game as predicated specifically on their athleticism. Yeah, yeah, okay. Westbrook's game is so... Predicated on speed. Yes. Okay, that's what I said. He's explosiveness. He's he's Derrick Rose that stayed healthy. Yeah. Once you lose a step, you're not as effective anymore. And he is now at a place where he needs to do different things. He needs to be able to adjust himself mentally. Need to shoot through pride, all these different things. And he also, I think, is very hyper-aware that nobody wants him here right now. Even Michael Jordan evolved. Michael Jordan didn't have to, but he did. I mean, that's what I'm – you you can't be a a drive-and dunker your whole life. No. Especially on this team. Well, in the meantime, I again, I want to prepare Laker fans. I think there is a really good chance Russell Westbrook is going to be on the roster this coming season. So what season. you're telling me is we're not going to win a championship. May not win a championship. Oh, I hate you for this. <laughs> it's not my fault. You I just ruined my day. I advise them not to make the Where's Chris Westbrook Evans deal? when you need him? <laughs> All right, coming up next, what you need to know. Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr in for Sedano and Cap, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.